Hello there, my name is James Aaron O. I'm the Game Master for Spelljammer Light of Xerixis. Thank you so much for listening here on the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. We have a whole library of fantastic podcasts, and if you'd like to check these out, please visit questandchaos.com slash podcasts for links to your favorite podcast platform of choice. If you enjoy our content and want to support us, please visit patreon.com slash questandchaos and consider becoming a patron on our Patreon for exclusive content and cast interaction. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride that is Spelljammer, Light of Xerixis. Hello and welcome to Quest and Chaos. Today we are playing Light of Xerixis. Speaking of we, we have some arboreal astral adventurers. We're using all the adjectives today. Say ahoy, astral adventurers. Ahoy, astral adventurers. I was hoping for the sing-song version. Do it again. We'll do it again. It'll be fun. Yeah, we'll good. try again next time. Oh. Oh. But thank you all again for joining us last time <laughs> on Light of Xerixis. <laughs> 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 the party parlayed with Gargan Hale, captain of the last breath. And as they were doing this parlance and finding what they were actually going to do, how they were going to interact, the Captain realized out the back window that his very own crew was making off with his ship. The Mr. Filch, the Harozi with on, oh, who was on the second wind, was possessed by Agony, the ghost. You know, no. um, <laughs> it was Sorry. Agony all along. Gargan Hale said that they should make chase because there is a weapon on board that would help them against their fight against the Xerixian Empire. They concocted a hijinxy scheme to get MD-8 and Ema onto the ship, and a heist did ensue. You stealth your way onto the ship using some of Bertie's invisibility and quite deftly were able to navigate through though there was one crew member who was very against jump scares that was <laughs> attempting to follow you and with your very high stealth was able to make it to the cargo hold in which you found an unconscious body as well as this large um, metal tubular thing plinth of alienness in nature um, that you were able to shove into the bag of holding and also carry the princess up top. Meanwhile, MD-8 distracted the crew by harmonizing <laughs> with the zombie ogre, Clive, who was reported to have a very beautiful singing voice. <laughs> the crew of The Last Breath, who seemed quite a bit jolly for some vampires. <laughs> it's a musical. It's a musical. It's a musical. <laughs> the stars. Um, Oh, this is the musical. They all made their way up deck and was partying along with MD8 and Clive co-harmonizing. Meanwhile, Ema uh, made their way up and she's like, yo, we gotta get out and attempted to climb the mast which they had descended to get on the ship, but was unable to do so. And with some quick thinking, was able to 
slowly make her way off the side of the ship with MD-8 telling jokes to distract along the way. (laughs) So good. (laughs) And as Ima left off, as did MD-8, using the decanter of water, or um, decanter of spring to... Of endless water, thank you. Decanter of endless water, shoot herself away and (laughs) just constantly launching herself off with some geysers to give her more propulsion. Um, Aptly piloting the second wind, Bayron was able to sweep in, catch both MD-8 and Ima, and with the continued invisibility provided by Gargan Hale, they all landed safely and away. They all realize, though, that the unconscious subject that they have brought on the ship had the exact same face as the handmaiden, Zalorum, and inquiries were made and quite easily found out that the first Zalorum, with an axe, was in fact Princess Zadali, who said that they were headed off to Doom Space in order to find the Zodar, the a gift from Coralon to the Astral Elves of his potential avatar. It's not quite sure what the <laughs> scriptures, the manuscripts say about the Zodar and its abilities. And as you're mentioning that, Bertie, you remind Ima that what, what else was in the bag, the weapon that Gargan Hale had, and as she pulled out the large black plinth, Zadalee went silent and said, this is the Zoda. And that is where we find ourselves in. Uh, incredible. I cast Identify. <laughs> <laughs> you cast Identify. <laughs> Even with the Identify, oh. I will ask you to roll an Arcana check. Okay, okay. DC is 20. Okay! Uh-oh. Can I assist? I would say with this spell it is Strictly within Bertie's purview. Okay, I, I, I got a good arcana. Must be. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> got a 12. 12. In all of your arcane work, all of the mechanisms you have found, worked through, deciphered, identified, this is the first one that, when looked at, doesn't make sense. It has no information. It is just there. Oh. <laughs> I think Bernie in that moment, you know, you might think that this would be like a like a a humbling moment, mm-hmm. but instead she's just like excited. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, there's something I don't know. There's something to discover, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you see she gets this wide grin. I have no idea what it does. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Your facial expression was conflicting with what you just said. It was interesting. Isn't that great? I don't know. I, I don't know what it does. Um, does anyone know what it does? Well, Princess, mm-hmm. uh, first off, apologies for speaking to you in a crass manner the other day. Or was that earlier today? That was earlier today. Well, it wasn't. Well, I feel like I've rested a long time. Okay. <laughs> I do apologize. Uh, you just were not forthcoming with your your own self. However, can you let us know what you know about the Zodar, please? What I have told you, it is an ancient thing that 
the scriptures say that wind found would grant mysterious power. Well, it has been found. So... Yes, and she will walk over with reverence and touch it. <gasps> and nothing happened. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Perhaps we should all try touching it to unlock its power. Uh, and you see her just stiffen at that. All right, MD8's going up to oh, it. Ding. Yeah. You touch it. Just floating. Hmm. Interesting. Undar? Lieutenant? I, I mean, Eva? I already kind of, you know, manhandled it to get it in the bag, oh, and nothing happened, so... Um, Only if the princess wishes me to. She, she will try it one more time with a glowing hand she enwraps with radiant energy and just touches it again. Nothing happens. Well, maybe you have to drink the liquid inside. Oh, has it been opened? Uh, I, I do not know. And if you like, a little less reverently, just like pokes it. Um, I mean, th this is what the. And she like pulls out a scroll that she had been holding, and it's like, see that, and you see a very similar object drawn on this old piece of parchment. It, it, it said that it, it would be, it would do something. And then I, I think, think. Can you, uh, what does the manuscript say? Like, literally, what does it say? It says, and this is a rough translation into common, that when the Zoda is found, it will grant immense power and it hmm, reveals itself to a rightful person. So you were not the rightful person to hold and wield the Zodar. I mean, but I, I, I have devoted myself to the worship and mm. uh, research of Coralon, yeah. which for you, you would know is blasphemy. Oh, because the emperor is mm -hmm. divine, uh -huh. not yeah. Coralon, or you know, that's an the old. divine. Yeah, yeah. If not. I, from our people, who else would be the rightful person? <laughs> and you can see she's getting a little flustered. It's okay. How does that make you feel? I have interacted with your models before, and I, goodness gracious, I still find you aggravating. I understand how I can be aggravating. <laughs> He's incredibly effective, though, Princess. Trust me. I'm very good at jokes. I do not want to hear. I, I was not going to suggest it. <laughs> May I? Certainly, if a gift is the rightful person, then... Uh, I, 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 See, it's I, that kind of attitude that I think is kind of uh, holding you back. Oh, right. I mean, here's the thing. Let's search Coralon. Do you give <laughs> praise unto his name? And I... I, I I beg your pardon, Princess, but it says rightful. That does not necessarily mean devotee. But who else within my entire empire would be the rightful person? You're adding a little codifier on there, though. You're within... assuming it's someone in your empire. Yeah, it, it could very well have been that, that mafia penguin. <laughs> 
The one you killed? I'm or, guessing. Uh, <laughs> I hope not. Oh, no. He's gone. Um, well, I think just for scientific purposes, everybody sh should get one touch, at least. Absolutely. Yes. I appreciate you. <laughs> and I know that I'm not worthy, but I appreciate you. And it just kind of flips there. And despite its large size, it is light to lift up. Hmm. I kind of feel like we should save you for last and welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. You touch it, Bernie. And nothing happens. <laughs> 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 Faded breath. Fascinating. You just want to add buttons to it, though, right? I would love a couple buttons, but yeah. I would not do that to you. You um, wouldn't do the three button. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The only good smell. The reverence button. <laughs> yeah. okay. um, I put it down so that you mm. can pick it up individually. I don't want to, for, for scientific purposes. Put your hand there. And Bayron, as you touch it, you just feel a slight reaching out and <laughs> the illithid on the other side <laughs> oh. and as it does so it it is alien it is not of anything you've understood but it senses your confusion but from the outside nothing else happens. You just feel this slight reaching out. I'm in kind of confusion and I, and I look around and uh, MDA. Something's happening, isn't it, Lieutenant? I can tell. I can read it from your facial expressions. Yes, use uh, and I encourage you to use um, I can't be the only one to feel this. I'm I apologize, sir, but I believe you were and are. I mean, I'll, if you're, are you handing it back over? No, no, no. Oh, you're, you're emboldened. You're, you're emboldened. So you can feel what he's feeling. Oh, understood. <laughs> I did not, <laughs> but here we go. Perhaps I'm going to do one more you, the princess, and me. Sure. Mm. Okay. Oh. Therapy. <laughs> yeah. All right, stop uh, it. <laughs> we're going to consider it. Yeah, it's called group therapy. <laughs> Yeah. As that happens, I'd like another wisdom saving throw. Oh, what Ooh. is this? What is uh, this? 17 DC. Oh, dear. Okay. I don't have any yet. Oh, I do. I got that D4 because we're all connected at this no, moment. No, you emboldened. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's a wisdom, you say? Mm -hmm. Now I'm doing you. <laughs> saving? Saving? You can hold it. Uh, or just just wisdom saving throw. Oh, good. Okay, that's gonna be then an eighteen. Eighteen, just above, Ooh. and you s you're just above it, but you just feel a little. Mm. You blink, and you both of these two feel it that something attempted to uh, reach out, if you will. 
But as you reach back for the Zodar, you touch it, and that same reaching out, sensing your confusion, and a little bit of the feeling of inquiry. And as Princess Adele comes out at whatever you're feeling from that reaching out, she looks at you, and there's a squinting of the eyes, and who do you serve? I serve creation. Creation. Interesting. All stars burn bright. All stars burn bright. Mm. And you see a bit of a scowl. Crease her lips. Interesting. Well, we'll keep an eye on this. But I don't know how to proceed next because, again, I am unsure how to. <laughs> she seems a little distraught and she. I need a moment to myself, if mm. you mind. Um, for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she walks out. Um, Princess, be sure to walk at least 30 <laughs> feet away from us. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we can still feel what you are feeling. And you feel <laughs> just like this. <laughs> you too feel this immense shame mm. emanating mm-hmm. from her as Ooh. she just Bummer. walks away. And then at one point it just mm. disappears. Lieutenant, might I speak with you a moment? Speak freely. If y'all um, want a private moment. Just a, uh, just yeah. a moment. Yeah, if that's sure. all right. Sure. It's, yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. We could yes. be in the same room. It's not like a yeah. secret or anything. We'll huddle in a different corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, Suddenly, uh, you're invisible, and we're like, where did you go? And you are too. Yeah, yeah, we're all gone. Huddle, yeah, yeah. Honey, Mark. Um, getting off to like a little private corner moment or something. It's like, a uh, lieutenant, I do have a query. I, I too would like to know who you serve. So he shows uh, MD8 his bracelet, mm-hmm. and there are sort of scattered around it are little seeds. He says, This belonged to my mother. These seeds are for life and for growing. And she said, One day I will learn when to give these away. Now that I've felt that moment, I understand that it's not about the Empire. It's not about me. It's not about us. It's about everybody. So I don't know what that thing was trying to tell me, but maybe, just maybe, we need to find a way to amplify that so everyone here can hear it. Interesting. So this, these seeds are differ from these seeds that the Empire has been planting into these planets. Mm-hmm. They bear fruit, not vines. Hmm. I did note back on the bridge of our ship when we were leaving Toriel, you were distraught, even though you said you were not. 
Yes, yes. I struggled with what I should be feeling. Hmm. How challenging it is to watch all this destruction with no one to share that with. It can be lonesome. And I just yearned feel something and here with them I feel everything mm. don't you and we're still connected right yeah I, I am feeling these feelings it, it's it's a unique sensation for for MDA to feel these kind of things coming from someone of an astral elf heritage because mm. um, it's usually about serving and, and mm -hmm. protection and you know for the I've always felt the for the good for the greater good for the greater good but in hearing you speaking of a different greater good of a higher purpose for not just the astral elves but for kind of gesturing to the I'm assuming people are still in the room but for for everyone we do it at least yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just <laughs> staring at the yeah. black <laughs> my, my eyes are totally out tell me your secrets I do I do understand what what you were saying, and ironically, I have been feeling, since being severed from the mainframe of the Astrolove mainframe, I have been feeling different as well. It is a unique sensation <laughs> to not have to be tethered to something else. It is very unique and interesting. Hmm. Usually I would ask and require you to give me a new protocol or a new directive, but I feel like being with these people, I am learning to find my own directive. And how does it feel? Unique. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Like, as you put it, something growing inside creation very unique so lieutenant i will ask you one more time because now i do know that you serve your own purpose are we following our new friends for their purpose is this something you think we should do together i can't answer that for you hmm but yes for me. And you? I will think on it, but I'm leaning towards what you've stated also. I find these people to be fascinating and interesting and um, kind of looking over at Bertie. <laughs> He's probably... <laughs> and somewhat chaotic. But I do enjoy it. Yes. It's a, it's a much different feeling from from before. Uniformity. Hmm. Sameness. Mm-hmm. It's nice to know that there are other lights doing his air quotes yes. out there that are not just for the Empire. All stars. And I kind of look at everyone in the room. Burn bright. Hmm. 
A unique perspective. Thank you, Lieutenant. And we'll go back to... Mm -hmm. I mean, I would say you easily hear that. On, I would say. Oh. <laughs> Are we being quiet? I mean, yeah. It, it's a small room. Well, uh, and Bertie, I don't know how. Well, I was trying not to listen because they were having a private moment, but that <laughs> last line was. Pretty, yeah, all stars burn bright, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, you five find yourself within this room. Um, you, you would notice that Captain Gargan Hale had left and <laughs> and um, Crux would have also been in, uh, at least at the doorway, just kind of listening in on the conversation, a little dour in mood and just slowly begins to make his way out as well. Uh, cast Cure Wounds on Zalorum. Mm hmm <laughs> you know, she's. Uh, I know she's been here the whole time. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yes, the truth of Lorum in the bed. <laughs> she's just. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, she actually bled out rounds. five rounds. Ago. <laughs> 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 no, she like. You can fix that. <laughs> she was a bit scuffed and unconscious, but not mortally wounded in any way. But she just, as you uh, place that light in her, her breath just. <sighs> as she continues to rest in. Unconsciousness or yeah. sleep? Okay. Uh, sleeping, sleeping, but yeah. a toll has been placed upon her that she needs to sleep. Gotcha. Through. Well, uh, we're probably gonna be traveling for a little bit. Um, yeah. What do y'all wanna do? I mean, <laughs> uh, we could, uh, I can bring out the champagne. <laughs> I got a nice yes. <laughs> yeah, do you just have infinite champagne? What a, what a choice. Well, actually, one of my focuses has always been extra-dimensional spaces. So there's a rune inside uh, that actually holds. I mean, it's not infinite, but it's a lot. Yeah, sure. Um, and in within that space, it stays pretty fresh. But as soon as it uh, enters our um, atmosphere, it, it will slowly get, uh, you know lose that bubbliness mm -hmm. so uh okay. so i gotta keep it in the extra dimensional but once it i'm going on um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know i mean uh how we feeling uh good yeah mm -hmm. sure. is. I, I, I don't know if do we have a direction ah uh, you i would say as you all are like finding yourself you asked that um, being a little loose and light here, you eventually pass through that you or the uh, that liminal space of crazy colors and and <laughs> enter no. into the astral sea itself. Ah. Passing through it, it was almost a similar, less a bubble and more of just a gradual transition as that liminal space fades, and within it, pale lavenders and silver winds guide you. And at any point you were feeling any hunger, you enter into this space and you just feel gone, mm. nothing. The temperature itself, just a casual room temperature, whatever you find to be comfortable room temperature, mm. this space just provides you in. And no more stars, but just floating winds and endless lavender expanse different hues and shades 
Um, and you do see occasional creatures like Kindori that have made their way through the wild space and into the sea. You see some of those space guppies yes. just floating by. Um, Three-eyed fishes, but they have a golden complexion with sapphire eyes. Some of them have little astral spirits sitting atop them. One of them has a stick in front with a um, dangling bit of morsel <laughs> and is guiding this yeah. astral guppy around. Passes by your ship and you see this small creature just wave silently as it goes along. <laughs> but yeah, you have some time here in the astral sea as you make your way to Doom Space. And as you think about Doom Space, just the simple thought of it. Starbow is like, alrighty, buddy. <laughs> and the direction just goes off. Self-correcting, even, mm. without ne needing to be in the space helm, or space jam spell jammer helm. <laughs> and as you weave along, but you have some time. You have each other, you have Gargan Hale, you have Crux, Mr. Filch, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Zetalis, Lorem, this little motley crew has <laughs> assembled. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to talk to the Commodore. The Commodore, yes. Mm -hmm. And you do see him perched up on one of the railings looking out over the astral sea. Just looking out and reflected. Commodore, may I approach? Hmm. There you Captain. Thank you. And he takes his place up by the rail. Interesting turn of events, I would say. Mm -hmm. Interesting indeed. What? You have a princess of the Empire yes. on your ship. It's strange. I, uh... Aboard uh, on the Rock of Brawl, I found myself in <laughs> a drunken stupor not a few days ago. And yet here I am, amongst the astral sea once more, with the daughter of my most hated enemy. And I cannot feel anything but... I feel no ill will to her. And yet it is a moment that I would say to the Imperial family of U.S. You have taken so much from me and now I will take it from you. And yet I cannot feel that towards this child. <laughs> I say that child, but she's probably thousands of years older than I. Have you ever felt that, Captain? Yes, yes. I, I set out on my adventuring journey uh, for revenge hmm. uh, until I met uh, a dragon <laughs> who convinced me that revenge is not the only way. 
sometimes you can do better things. What was the answer you found, Captain? I, I, I took an, an oath. Uh, granted by Lathander. Mm. Uh, the oath of the Watcher. Where I do good for the world. And it makes me feel good. That is what I see here, Boyo. That you collection of oddly placed pieces are. You have the ability, and I can see it, the ability to affect change that I, in my youth, could not. <laughs> and yet here I am guiding you through this landscape. And it may not be my honor to do so, to the effect the change, but guide you towards that change. Yes, and uh, we can uh, collect things along the way to help uh, free yourself from <laughs> that would be much appreciated. <laughs> Speaking of, and I mean it when I say it, Boyo. And he pulls off the Linda off his <laughs> Now, God. this is not some God-created peace, but she is, I hold her dearly. And I know she can see something in you. <laughs> now, I'm not asking you to <laughs> fire her or anything, but I see, I feel her reaching out to you. Yes, Commodore. And you reach out. And it's metal, <laughs> it's wood, it's a gun filled with gunpowder. You look very uncomfortable, Captain. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, where do you keep the gunpowder? Ah, right here in the satchel. Uh, yeah. uh, the rest of it. Oh, you don't have any cannons, right? No, no cannons on here. Um, oh, yes, yes. I should have looked for cannons yeah. when I go. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody Actually, Annie uh, thinks about it for a moment. Like, just like one. Yeah, maybe, maybe one. 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 You know, there's a bombardier out there, <laughs> the uh, Overlord, a massive galleon, a ship of great renown within our people. The bombardier has a massive cannon just on the front, shooting out of a giant gift mouth. I hear sometimes reverberations across space is the bombardier. The Overlord calling out, <laughs> screaming its name across the stars. Wow. <laughs> may I, may I fire this? Indeed you may, Captain. And he shows you how to load it all up. 
and he finds a little like I don't know, like a little wooden thing that kind of looks like a frisbee ish. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I'm going to throw it over, <laughs> and I want you to shoot it. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. And he hucks it out. Go ahead and roll me an attack roll. That's what he. That's what he. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so this is going to be uh, proficiency attack. plus dex. Um, fifteen. Fifteen. Boom! You all hear this oh. loud oh. reverberation. He's having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> and you split the disc in many pieces. Perfectly through. Well done, boy. <laughs> it's kind of shaking a little bit. Like, oh, well, do not drop her. And yes. Yes. <laughs> grabs her, puts it back on the back. Fair shot, Captain. Fair shot. Thank you. Thank you, Governor. Very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to take my leave. You are dismissed, Captain. Thank you. And you see a bit of a smile <laughs> mm-hmm. hits over his lip. Um, Ema, is there anything you wish to do in this time? Um, I don't think Ema has anything specific she wants to do. I think um, she uh, has found a place on the deck to just kind of watch space go by, Mm -hmm. since this is all so very different than anything she's Mm -hmm. ever known. Would you uh, mind if I come up to you? Yeah, totally. She's got she's got a long pocket. She's like got a little pipe that she likes to smoke. Mm -hmm. So she's just sitting on the deck smoking and. Mm-hmm. Stargazing in the weirdest way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize you could do that in a weird way, but well, um... they're much closer than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first time's always the weirdest. Uh, yeah, um, how you feeling, kid? <sighs> I don't know. This all seems. To be moving pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, you were coming from a pretty crazy time, sounds like. Well, uh, not too long ago, I was about to settle into the lap of luxury, and now I'm fleeing for my life. Yeah. Was that all it was about? Your uh, coupling? Look, there might have been some other fleeing that was occurring before, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's kind of hard for me to relate. I, uh, you know, I was married. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, you know, about 10 years ago. She, uh, she didn't make it. I'm sorry. It's all right. I made my peace, I guess. Um, I guess, uh, it's, it's been nice traveling with y'all. You're, uh, I don't know. It feels like I mean something and... And, uh, I care about you. Which feels good. Feels good to care. Uh, Ema looks notably distressed. 
<laughs> at that notion. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it does. Well, it doesn't, and it does. It, it really doesn't sometimes. It really doesn't. Uh, but it, it... I think it's worth it. But uh, just for me, you can make your own peace. Um, look, kid, uh, you're a little squishier than me. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, I... It, it, this is weird, but, uh, it, it doesn't... I, uh... So, I know you chucked a ring. <laughs> uh, please don't chuck this, because if you, you just say no if you don't want it, okay? It's not, uh, it's just, it, it means a lot to me, so, uh... No, I, um, that was, that, that was a, a unique, right, right, right. impulsive reaction. Yeah, I totally get it, I get it, I get um, it. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh Bertie will, uh reach under her tank and pull out this chain that has two sort of arcane rings on it. Mm -hmm. um, and she says, uh, she'll take it off, and she says, I haven't worn these for a while, uh, but um, if I can take a hit for you and you can take a hit for me when we're wearing these. That, is that... Are you sure? I'm sure. Uh... You know, you you got spunk, kid. I I don't want to see your light go out too fast. Thank you, Bertie. For sure. Uh, <laughs> here you go. She she looks at it. Slides it on. There you go. <laughs> that feels weird. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Uh. You know, you're still young. You can, you got time to figure things out. Uh, <laughs> she, she really, there's like a, a deepness to her, her chuckle that just says that there's like newness to, to, to life might be one problem, but she's also, the problem is not necessarily what we're discussing. Hmm. Um, yeah. I, I don't want to pry. Um, but did you ever deceive your partner? <laughs> uh, I've never been so good at deceiving. <laughs> I'm pretty transparent, but uh, <laughs> she deceived me a lot. <laughs> she was a firecracker, let me tell you. <laughs> but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we... You know, relationships are built on trust. And I had to trust that even when she was lying, she wasn't lying about the big stuff, you know? You take one point of mental. <laughs> <laughs> about i mean i'm not one to judge look uh i think you might have clocked that i'm pretty good at um wordsmithing my way in and out of situations it's incredible. and yeah. sneaking around on yeah. 
on ships. Um, sometimes you find yourself wordsmithing your way into a scenario to get what you want, and you're maybe further down the road than you intended. And you don't want to hurt good people. You talking about us, kid? No. No. Um, I, You're talking about your, uh, your betrothed? I just thought he was a means to an end. But, um, he was more than that, I think. And given how we got there, I wasn't sure I could ever be honest with him. Yeah, sometimes you kind of dig a hole for yourself. Yeah. Um, well, uh, here's hoping you get the chance to make that decision. It might, it might not matter a whole lot now, but uh, maybe all of this will fix more problems than we thought. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, if he cares about you enough and I don't know. It seems kind of callous to say because your planet. But uh, if you ever get the chance, I think you should tell him. And that way, everything's on the table. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But at least it's it's out. And you don't have to feel gross anymore. You might be right about that. Yeah. Do you want to? She offers her pipe. Do you want to? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try anything once. Yeah. <laughs> and as you two share this puff, um, <laughs> you continue to sail through the astral sea for a few days. Um, so if long rest isn't necessary, oh, you yeah. may. Um, don't mind if I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> perfect. And as you all coast along, eventually you see this uh, dark sphere, the which you would be familiar with as approaching another wild space system. And as you do so, you go through another liminal space, not necessarily like those rough oranges and reds as before, um, but this one, a sea of orange, or, um, purples and yellows. It's, it's a, these liminal spaces as you fade in and out is just odd, if I, if I may say. But then you penetrate the bubble again, and what you see is what is referred to as doom space. And even in this realm, this wild space, you can see its center 
so very clearly because as it is surrounded by these mass like as you enter into the space these massive crystalline structures that you have to weave your way through Bayron um, as you pass by one of the larger ones you can see straight down towards the center the tiniest pinprick of pure blackness and within that blackness you know to be a dying star a black hole and everything seems to be ever so slowly drifting in that direction but i'm assuming you pull out the wild space oh for sure yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) at which point gargan hale looks at that object and is that is that from uh, Topo? Uh, well, uh, <clears throat> no, it's my friend Elipt. Elipt. And you see. You see Gargan Hale just lean against the mass in the most dramatic way. <laughs> I have not seen that in a couple centuries. Um, that is unmistakably mine, was mine, and oh, my heart. Um, oh, oh buddy, oh, buddy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Be still your unbeating heart. My <laughs> uh, if there, if it was possible to drive a stake into my heart figuratively, it has been done. It's okay. What? Ha- what? Why? What's? Ah, oh, she. We are. Um, <laughs> Oh. And she and I were, you know, and it was it was a time and I domestic dispute. Oh, uh, it wasn't. I, I, maybe I pushed too hard. Maybe that was it. I, I, oh, I, I fell hard. Mm. Um, it was not reciprocated uh, for a time, but maybe a oh. bit too much. I pushed too much on my end, and I gave that to her, and I, I thought it was a uh, gesture of some kind, but I. Oh. Is your love language gifts? Yes, I really, I really like to give things, and Mm. I'm sorry. I, I, I thought my crew, like when I was was stealing with them, I thought they liked the stuff, but maybe it was service. I, I, I've learned. I still haven't learned how to understand others' Mm. languages, (laughs) and I. Well, that's all right. You've seen this. You've had this response, and you've gotten through it. We give like two thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> you are very kind. Oh, I am also in a very mm-hmm. spot here, and I will. Um, you you have been betrayed. Uh, it is very understandable that that. Uh, hmm. I haven't processed this yeah. at all, have I? <laughs> no. No. Oh, no. You you know, you don't talk with somebody about <laughs> like, your feelings. It really helps. <laughs> I, 
I gave so much to her, and I understand mm -hmm. maybe that's, mm -hmm. that, like, it, it wasn't reciprocated. Mm -hmm. And then my crew, I gave so much to them, and I understand we, mm -hmm. we, we understood the life of the troubles that we had, and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a bond that we shared, and then when I, I saw them dancing and being mm -hmm. merry, and I, I thought I could... Mm -hmm. I am now getting angry. I can feel that. Why don't we all just take a few deep breaths? Okay. There you go. Okay, I am in a better place now. I've expressed some well, feelings. Okay. I'm working. <laughs> um, I think I'll take my leave downstairs, but again, your kindness is appreciated. Of course. Anytime you need to talk. One thumbs up and then the hand on his shoulder. Does another thumbs up. Yes, we are in accordance. Lefty, that this one's a good one. Huh. I need to go take a breath downstairs, and I actually don't breathe. I'm undead, but I... <laughs> well, we get it. We get it. Yeah. Okay. Go take, yeah. a, take yeah. a rest. Yeah. Goes downstairs, but the orrery shows <laughs> you. I was like, I'm surprised at the level of discomfort that brought him. <laughs> uh, objects are powerful hmm. when they have memories attached to them. Understood. He contains well, multitudes. They're kind of all on the surface, but the, the <laughs> yeah. but there's a lot of them. So mm -hmm. you know, yeah. pancakes. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Pancakes. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, and you see um, a few planets that are listed within the orbit. You do see the center is this growing mass of pure blackness. But as you ask to find vocats um, on the uh, sheet of paper that was provided to Crux, you do see it's about another two-day journey going through. Um, and as you weave your way through these large crystalline figures, you pass by one small frozen planet as it goes by. And another thing you do notice, I will say, is... Um, Unmistakably, a large skeleton of some kind, larger than the size of a planet, that is off on the other side of the system. But even from here, you can see past the black hole and whatever this creature was died here and is slowly drifting towards that black spot at its center. But the two days pass, and you enter into a green gas planet. And as you enter, the air is not the greatest, but you do find yourself here. I record it for later use. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as you round the surface, you can get readings that the gas deeper within is definitely toxic. Mm. Um, and as you get to rounding the planet, you do see this small um, city would be a lar too large of a word, but a large space station, if you will, that is um, completely symmetrical with eight points sticking off of it and a large structure at its center. Mm. And you can see other ships have landed there as well. You all peel into this area. Um, one of the docks being available to you, and very similar to the Rock of Brawl, all manners 
of different ships have found themselves here, and different creatures. You see uh, Sorens, um, reptilian-like creatures that are elongated in the snout and move around almost like ferret-like with a whipping body. You see a couple um, Githyanki um, that are bladed and armored out entering into the stadium. Oh, and it is a stadium, I, oh. I guess. I'll say that, a stadium. Oh. Great. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see other folks coming in. Um, make me a perception check, Birdie. Oh, <laughs> me? <laughs> oh, me? Oh. <laughs> um, uh, I got a 14. 14. You also are scanning the ships. Um, I would say you two with your passive perception. Oh. Yeah. Us seeing through walls. Yeah, seeing straight through walls and seeing In time and space. <laughs> on an opposite side of the dock, some leather jacket wearing, <laughs> feathered uh, doar that are just scanning the crowds, <laughs> trying to be imposing as possible Each with step. their tiny. <laughs> Tiny form, and one of them leading the pack, kind of just eyeing it and just like, hmm. <laughs> they're just like giving the head. Some of them like already got the bats out. Uh, and oh Birdie, you see off on one of the other ends a familiar ship. The Moon Dancer. <gasps> what? Has docked here. Oh. The old crew. Dirty yeah, liars. Yeah, they, said, liars. Uh, they said that the, the, they would take repairs and were they just trying to get rid of me? <laughs> I mean, I guess Aww. I get it, but. Uh, I, I mean, I will say it has been with the travel a couple weeks. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay, we're well, good. I, yeah, sorry, my brain. Yeah. I went to conclusions. <laughs> I thought yeah. the brain. It peeled out. Yeah, time is also moving differently in the different right, places yeah. or events. Yeah. So I don't know how time is an illusion, and we yeah. can play yeah. with it like a toy. Yeah. If we only had the locks. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're good. We're good. We're good. Well, um, but yeah, you don't see anyone descending off of that ship, but you see these multiple figures moving their way towards the stadium. Oh, interesting, um, Mr. Crux. You may want to remain on board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They might oh. recognize the ship, though, right? That's true, but I have a feeling they... We can keep but them I'll... from boarding. Right. Yes, but how... how I mean, you... You do not know Warwick. Um, I can... I can... I can wear a disguise. Yeah, I... I <laughs> true. Yeah. That's true. Undar takes his mustache I'm telling you, the, spirit glue. Yeah, I've invented uh, a new kind of spirit glue. It lasts for weeks. <laughs> Industrial strength. Yes, totally hygienic. Dissolvable mm. <laughs> with uh, ultimate solvent. Um, uh, yes, I, I could wear a disguise. I could bundle myself up. Um, you. Do Do you really think that's? I mean, there are other GIF out there. You know, we don't all look alike. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with a ship with a tree in <laughs> Okay, but if he's not on the ship, we could just get you a change of clothes and... You did. You play, play it cool, you know? 
Play cool. Play cool. Maybe. Yeah. Cool. Let's see what you did there. Maybe you should cool, leave. Boyo. Real cool. Yeah, real cool. Yeah. Stay cool, boy. Stay cool. <laughs> Easy does it. Maybe you should leave Belinda behind. Oh. Um, they might not recognize maybe you. Maybe would you? <gasps> like <gasps> Belinda. That way it is within reach. Uh, yes, certainly. Okay. Places it. In your hands. Group therapy between <laughs> Belinda. <laughs> May I have the uh, harness as well? So oh, I yes. And it's just like a hook, one that he is able to like. So I'm thinking, in addition to the mustache, a tasteful wig. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had hair on top of my head. He's just so excited. Yeah, what, what kind, what, what's your style of choice? What, what, how do you, what's, what, what are we going for? What's your vibe? Ooh, what's my vibe? <laughs> not gonna lie, the princess's hairdo is pretty fat. Or Gargonail. Maybe you could give me that long platinum hair like Gargonail. Yes, I see it. Beautiful. I, I do enjoy it. However, I feel like going nondescript might be the best way to function throughout this situation. I trust your judgment. A gift with long golden but hair. But, yeah. but when we're just having a good night on the town, sure. yeah. we're getting you that hair, okay? I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Maybe in the meantime, uh, uh, a hat? I, I wear a hat. A different a hat? A different hat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And he takes off his beret and tucks it away. Uh, yes, um, what kind of hat do you have? Um, what about like a cavalier hat with a nice feather? I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> a little bit unwieldy and an unbalanced, but I will work with um, it. I'll attach a strap. <laughs> <laughs> this will do fine. <laughs> we also um, have some of the cargo that we have uh, secured from. Perhaps we could get some stardust here mm. for a, mm. uh, a, you know, a small interest fee or something. Yes. Let's focus on the Warwick front, the whatever coalition he has gathered, and then we'll see if we can make deals funding for the resistance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let you us. just hear a soft chuckle. From Baron. <laughs> I give you like a really hearty slap on no. the back. <laughs> was not expecting that. Yeah, with the metal arm. Yeah. Oh, be strong. Um, mm -hmm. Shall we? Yes. Uh -huh. You all descend and head towards the stadium. At which point we are going to end tonight. Oh, oh, what's the stadium? The stadium. The stadium. Oh, Cheers wow. being heard from within. We will find out next time, <laughs> and whether all of that transpires or not. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us. Um, yes, this has been a wild ride, and we'll continue riding it on through. Um, as you all know, this is Quest and Chaos here on YouTube. If you are seeing us here on Twitch, we appreciate it as well. If you'd like to support us, please think about joining us on patreon.com slash questandchaos. And for any news and updates, check us out at questandchaos.com, or you can head to our Discord with links down in the description below. 
as always, thank you so much. And until next time, happy adventuring. Thank you so much for listening to Spelljammer, Light of Xerixis. Want to give a quick shout out to the team that made this possible. Our cast, Tossi Alabastro, Christy Bauer, Matthew Bridges, Thomas Cook, and Pooja Tolton. The show was produced and sound designed by Tiana Renhansen, and technical direction was handled by Drew Reynolds. This podcast is also supported by our patrons at patreon.com slash questandchaos. Shouting out our inspiring leaders, Duke Fleeg and Tamagotora. Not forgetting our inspiring middle management of Lady Bedivere, Ben Soslowski, Cheesecakes Fries, Slithy Tove, Ted Danson, Jen W., and Seth Jones. Also, thank you so much to our inspired patrons, Adam, Andreas, Garrett, Jeremy, Jay Matthews, Red Dead Coquette, Reoccurring Dream, Killian, Lee, Robbie, the Baroness, and the Apollyon. We have so many amazing guild members to thank, and as well as you for listening. If you are interested in supporting us, please consider joining us at patreon.com slash quest and chaos.